Growing an engaged tribe of people is one of the most important aspects of becoming an affiliate. Without it, you can't show authority, you can't promote products, and you can't get new people into your sphere of influence. I'm going to go through some of the steps you'll need to take in order to get people into your audience and your tribe right after this. Hi guys, a very warm welcome to one and all. My name is Jamie G. I cover internet marketing, affiliate marketing, how to get started online and pretty much all things digital. If that's of interest to yourself, I'd love to have you guys subscribe. Alternatively, you can find me on YouTube via jamie-g.com forward slash YouTube. I look forward to seeing you guys around the internet. What I'm going to be discussing today, it's the importance of building a tribe. And if you've been following along for the last couple of days, I've talked about traffic strategies and I've given a somewhat of an esoteric view of traffic in general, how you should basically focus on one and nail it and then expand into other ones, etc. But what I'm actually referring to today is uh, an interview I did with a gentleman by the name of Corey, who basically he is a bit of a master at growing Facebook groups very rapidly. And if you don't have your own Facebook group, I do highly recommend you do do so because I learned some pretty cool stuff from this interview that I just did, strangely enough, in my own Facebook group. If you'd like to join that, it is bit.ly forward slash Jamie G group to get your own unique password. I look forward to seeing you guys there as well. But anyway, the important part was that he is able to grow groups very rapidly. And in this case... This latest one, he's been able to grow it to, uh, well, at the time of recording, 759 people in around 35 days. Now, his goal was 1,090 days, and obviously he's going to absolutely smash that out of the water. In fact, I suspect he's probably going to hit closer to the 2,000 or 3,000 mark. So why is that so important? Why is that so good? Well, if you hit 1,000 people in your group, you then have... A whole bunch of people that will know your name, they will have seen you, they will, at some point, they will have engaged in your content, and it gives you the opportunity to liaise with those people, build a further relationship with them, and at some point, start promoting products, whether it's your own or other people's products as an affiliate. You then have those people as uh, part of your tribe. So one of the issues that I guess a lot of people, and and I'm involved in this at the moment as well, have with setting up Facebook groups, things like that, is that they are a little bit labor intensive. You do need to be quite active in them in order to, I guess, get the full benefit from them. But having said that, I do know of quite a number of people that have grown fairly substantial groups and they lay dormant. And literally someone will come along, they, they, the person who owns the group will just come along out of the blue and show a screenshot of their earnings <laughs> or just say, hey, I'm back. And all of a sudden it kicks off again. And without even noticing, you're then part of their group once more. You find yourself getting notifications because you have somehow been triggered by the Facebook algorithm and you had forgotten about that person, you just recall all the information that you were receiving from them. 
Of course, it does get a little bit of, uh, take a little bit of time to get to that point. I won't deny it. So, how do you go about it? Well, good question. I guess the first part is the graphics. Actually, I'll take a sidestep here. The first part is actually what niche you're going to go under. Graphics can come later, but they are such an, a vital part as well that I've discovered. So essentially what you can do is find out what your niche is. Now, hopefully by this stage, you would have already had a, a fairly solid handle on what target market you're going after. And you want to start setting up your group. You want to start calling it something that resonates with people, not just Jamie's affiliate marketing. Because at this stage, no one knows who Jamie is. So in my case, what I put was affiliate marketing tips and hacks for entrepreneurs with Jamie G. Bit of a mouthful, but there's a specific reason why I called it that because I loaded it up with keywords. Now, if you do that and you do it properly, you'll find that your group will actually be shown on the sidebar of uh, other groups of Facebook as well. And so you'll get organic reach. People will organically find your group and start adding, getting added to it. Pretty cool stuff. Now that's the first part. You need to think of a name that resonates. Maybe do a little bit of keyword research. Obviously, you go through the process of setting up your group, and I'm, given that I'm doing a podcast, I can't really explain the mechanics behind it. <laughs> but it's not overly hard. You do need a Facebook page in order to set up a Facebook group. So you also have the option of asking questions when you set up your group and questions to oncoming members. They can be anything. There's three, three available. Now, in my case, I've kind of gone outside the box a little bit here. And what I do is the first one, I encourage them to join my chatbot. But 90% of people that would end up in my group have actually gone through my chatbot sequence anyway. So that's one. It's an option. A lot of people ask for an email address. That's also an option. Most of them say something like, promise not to spam yes <laughs> but uh my third question so my my first one sorry is uh a link to my chatbot which strangely enough you can't actually link to by the way you have to, someone has to copy and paste it so that's the first one the second one is basically obey the rules don't be a dick and the third one is something a little bit esoteric because I want to be reminded when people join my group and reminded every day when I see these answers why people are looking at becoming an entrepreneur, why they're looking at affiliate marketing. On a surface level, it's, of course, money. Time, freedom, spend, my, spend on my vacations, spend with my family, etc., etc. But the answers that I receive to this question and the question is, if Money was not an issue. What would you do to help the world? And I, I find it really humbling and actually makes me quite emotional sometimes when I think about it. Some of the answers that I get is really beautiful stuff. And it just reminds me that the reason why people get into this is because there's a deeper reason there. They want to do good in the world. They want to be able to contribute in some way, in whatever way, capacity that they can. They also want to be rewarded for their hard work. I get that. I'm the same. I'm no different. 
I'm not saying t- chasing the money is a bad thing. Money's a beautiful thing. What can you do if you don't have any money? <laughs> Nothing. What can, how much more can you give if you do have money? Heaps, right? So anyway, that's the other question I ask. Up to you. You put it whatever you like there. A lot of people ask all sorts of stuff. One question I had was, do you have a subscription to this particular piece of software? And then they tried to sell me it. That's completely fine as well. It, you know, whatever works for you. Don't think too hard and fast about it. But I do encourage you to ask those questions in order to get people in the group. So you want to put a bit of content in there to start with. You want to make it so that people that are arriving in the group don't just see it as an empty shell. You want to add a couple of the couple of uh, files. There's a file section in there. You can put up uh, PDFs and different things. There. You can even create your own documents. You can create your own units as well. So basically, you can go through and allow people to study these different units. Once they've completed that, they can click confirm. I've completed it. Great. And I guess the thing in general is you you want to make sure that there is engagement there and how you go about that is not always the easiest path, I must admit, but you have to tag people into stuff. You have to engage with them. You have to ask them questions. And one of the tips that I learned from doing this interview today was being controversial is actually a great way to get engagement. Case in point with this gentleman is, uh, and I laugh, of course, because it's funny, He put up a post which got hundreds, and I mean hundreds, of comments, which then by uh, default ends up triggering the Facebook algorithm to then show it to more people, which means getting more comments. And that comment that he left was, the earth is flat, prove me wrong. And so because he took the controversial side of that argument, of course, people just went to town, put all sorts of stuff, started getting a little bit heated in some cases because all the people that do believe in flat earth started coming out of the woodwork and sharing their opinions and providing their own argument. So he just let it go on and obviously created hundreds of comments and you know, it was quite an engaging post. And that then helps to trigger the Facebook algorithm to show that post to more people. The other tip is... If someone does comment, like it, reply, you have to be active and don't just reply with thanks. Try and reply with an open-ended question. You won't always get an answer, but even just getting a couple of extra comments out of it can once again trigger that algorithm to show that post to more people to get more engagement in your group. The other thing is to encourage people to post their own content. Of course, you don't want spammers in there. But spammers, unfortunately, are unavoidable, I've noticed. doesn't matter how big your rules state. Don't spam. Don't provide value, you know. Don't, uh, don't share your crappy links that no one cares about, that no one wants to see. It's not really how you're going to create a business anyway. I don't know why, why anyone would, to be honest, but there you go. People still do it. Can't avoid it. So anyway, make sure that you're engaging with your posts. The other thing that uh, does really help and and something that this gentleman has suggested is to go live. It's very uncomfortable to start with, I must admit. You think you look funny on screen, 
you're not entirely sure of your own voice, you run out of stuff to say, you go on tangents, as I do, as you clearly, if you've been following this podcast for a little while, you understand how many tangents I go on. It is many. <laughs> but you kind of get over it after a while. You don't really care. And one of the things that I told someone recently, and it's a quote I'm going to keep. I'm pretty sure I'm the first one to say this. I could be wrong. That has happened before. Every day, if you're asking my wife. But one, one of the things that I, I, I said to someone recently was, your message is more important than your insecurities. And if you think about that, I think it can relate to a lot of us. Why are we shy about going on camera? Because we're afraid of judgment. Why are we concerned about what others think in those environments? So we're afraid of judgment, afraid of perhaps even judging ourselves, who knows? But if what we've got to say and what our message is overall can help one person out, imagine that. You say something on camera or on audio, as I am now, and that one person picks that bit of information up and they delve into it further and they do their own research and whatnot and it actually helps them. Isn't that worth more than you being insecure about being on camera? So the thing with going live and providing value in your group and whatnot is that, like I say, it, prov- it, proves, uh, it offers engagement. And you can also increase that engagement by talking about things that do offer value, talking about things that are controversial every now and then, encouraging others to do the same, provide content, share something in the group. And of course, the Facebook group is just one way to grow this audience. I'm not suggesting that this is the only way or the best way even for that matter. But it does help in terms of getting people into your sphere of influence. And what do I mean by sphere of influence while we're on that subject? The sphere of influence is basically where people start becoming aware of you. That's all that means. And the more that they see you, the more that they see your content around the more influential you're going to be on them. It might even get to the point where they know, like, and trust you enough to buy something that you recommend. And by definition, you would be an influencer. That's how affiliate marketing works in general, doesn't it? People buy stuff that you recommend. Whether it's via email or chatbot or even just a simple ad leading to a a sales page. You have influenced the decision on someone. Pretty cool stuff when you think about it. So one of the issues is that you can grow it fast, and you can grow the Facebook groups fast by doing a number of things. You can share it to your own profile. You can actually look at other groups, and you find relevant groups very similar to your own in the same niche, And you can see the group members. When you see the group members, you can start befriending those group members. When you start befriending those group members, you can form relationships with them. You can send them a little voice to text, or what do you call it, a voice recording, I should say, saying, hey, great to connect. I like your profile. (laughs) I don't know, whatever, right? Hey, it's great to connect, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
Let me know if you've got any queries about this, this, and this. Um, hope you're well. 90% of the people will listen to it. And whether or not they bother to respond, that's fine. Who cares? Those that do say, hey, look, you'd be a, a great addition. I'm, I'm just setting up a Facebook group. Would you like to be part of it? Sure. Or nah. Either way, who cares? Especially if they were able to provide, or you're able to provide some sort of value to someone, the law of reciprocity will kick in and they will want to return the favor. If you're able to give them some sort of ebook or something that helps them out, even a, a, like I say, a voice message, just giving them a bit of info, they will want to reciprocate. And again, they then enter your sphere of influence. Eventually, you might be able to do an interview with them, such as I did today with that gentleman. I went live in his group because I was trying to get him on board in the live. I then went live on my Facebook page. That didn't quite work. Couldn't work out how to tag him into it. I then went live on my group. That didn't work either. So then third and final, sorry, four, actually ended up being five attempts at getting him on. The fifth attempt, we ended up speaking for an hour filled with gold nuggets absolutely filled with it so if you do want to check that out like i say you can join my group and and have a look bitly forward slash jamie g group to get your own unique password or again you can find me on youtube it'll be up there as well jamie g.com forward slash youtube so the other thing you can do with groups i've talked about i guess uh, some of the tactics you can use for growing some of the engagement and some of the growth te- techniques. The other thing um, is obviously sharing it on your social media. All forms of social media. Hey, join my group. It's awesome. I think it's something that is going to resonate with people. Obviously, I don't want to write just something like that. But if people can see that you are promoting your group and it says things like, wow, we're already at X amount of members, bang, you're going to likely to get a whole bunch more people in there. Works pretty well. But the other thing you can do with it is you can start connecting with other people as I have. So even though I'm not at the point where I'm able to monetize my Facebook group as yet, I do have great connections. I have managed to connect with people from all around the world. I've done interviews with different people across the globe. I've had different people from across the globe mentor me on different things and vice versa. And again, it shows that we're all connected. We all have similar interests. We're all wanting to do better in the world. That's what I love. So running your own Facebook group, you can see this firsthand, what people are wanting, what they're trying to do in the world. It's pretty cool. That's it. I just uh, wanted to come on here and hopefully give a couple of practical tips on how to uh, grow your tribe and your audience. Of course, Facebook groups are just one way. There are many, many more, which I've discussed and I will keep discussing. But hopefully that helps someone out there. Anyway, if you did get any value, I'd love for you guys to subscribe. Otherwise, I will see you around. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.